Welcome to Aging in Full Bloom with Lisa Stockdale, sponsored by Capital Healthcare Network, an Ohio-based, family-owned and operated company providing solutions that help seniors age on their own terms. Those solutions include home care, senior living, nursing home and rehab care, and hospice. Learn more at CapitalHealthCareNetwork.com. I'm Lisa Stockdale. Thank you for joining me for this podcast. Today, our topic is elder orphans. You heard me right, elder orphans. And I have a guest in to help us have that discussion, Annette Tokoras. Annette has been with us for the past couple of podcasts. She's a medical MD and the founder of a company called Guided Patient Services. She's a patient advocate, um, no longer practicing medicine um, in the traditional sense of the of the word, but certainly standing by her clients and assisting them through the healthcare system. Is that a fair description? It's dead on. Dead on. All right. So, what is this idea of an elder orphan? Well, elder orphan is a term that I read for the first time probably about two years ago. Um, I, like many, had read an article about a Facebook group that was called Elder Orphans. And it's been interesting because I have followed this group over the last couple of years, and um, there's been a little upheaval. Uh, some, ha- some, don't like, <laughs> some, some don't like the term elder orphan. So um, I've heard other terms, aging, uh, solo, or solo aging. But at the end of the day, it's anyone who finds themselves at risk for facing a health crisis alone. And so I think that maybe we conjure up this picture of somebody who's much older, who lives totally alone. Um, I don't think we realize just how many people are at risk for this being themselves. These could be people who are widowed, people who've uh, um, maybe never married, they're divorced, had children, chose never to have children, outlived their children, estranged from siblings. Um, We know that there are plenty of seniors and elders living alone and making these big decisions all by themselves. And we know what an issue loneliness is. And, And so certainly there's a population there that need to be, and maybe they don't want to be called orphans. I'm Ew. not sure what the upheaval's about, <laughs> but we know they're out there. We right. see them all the time in healthcare. So, what to do about it? Um, well, I think you and I have talked about this before. Finding a way to live in community is the number one place yes. to start. It's very difficult. I think you ask a 40 year old how much more difficult it is to make friends, so to speak, at 40 than it was at 20. And now we're talking about people who are older than that, who don't have perhaps children or a job or the things that naturally would have provided that social interaction that they would have had where you would have come across someone who could take you to your colonoscopy or who could take you to a doctor's appointment that you couldn't drive home from Mm -hmm. or um, might meet you at the hospital or the ER if you were there. We just don't have that kind of connectedness in our society anymore for many of these people. Mm So finding a way to put yourself out there, whether it be through a religious group or through um, a senior center or um, Facebook, even right? We brought that up. Social media. Yes, I can't believe that. And they've, I'm seeing a lot of the older population are relying on the social media in a in a way that kind of rivals the young people. I mean, they're they're having people help them solve issues and problems and weigh in on circumstances. And and they really, it is a a way of socializing and feeling connected for them. Yeah. Um, It's interesting. I just did a health talk um, 
called Purposeful Living. And the idea was that just because you reach a certain age doesn't mean that uh, words like opportunity and learning and, and, you know, living and all that stuff no longer apply. And you still got to make friends. You still have to participate. You still have to find a community, even if it's three people, right? Mm -hmm. But some kind of support network. Mm -hmm. Um, There's no reason to go it alone. And if you're having trouble with that, well, you email us. We'll we'll figure something out for you. (laughs) Aging in full bloom with Lisa at gmail.com. What else? Uh, what else did you want to share with us, and that about this elder well, orphan idea? Well, there's the obvious issues of just like you said, loneliness, and I, you know, a whole other topic we could discuss is just the the health impacts that loneliness play in someone's Very life. I mean, they're they are impacts. extremely well documented and well researched. Yes. So there are so many reasons to um, get yourself connected and remain connected. But, this is not just the world according to us, right? right. There's science to back up. There's science up. to back up everything you and I have ever said. Um, but I think in the realm where I am, and, and the reason this has become um, a focus for myself is because many of my clients or people are finding me um, who are this elder orphan or aging alone. Sure. And they have done their, their planning, their funerals planned down to the last detail. Um, they have a will in place. They have everything that they need, but when they go to sleep at night, the thing that's causing the greatest degree of, um, concern, dis- yes, concern, right. Yeah. Is if something happens to me tonight and I call nine one one, what is, what's that going to look like after I make the phone call? And the biggest fear for them is to be in a hospital, be in an ER, um, facing this crisis by themselves, and they just want that um, that stress taken out of their life. They want they want to have peace of mind about that, same as everything else. And they've planned everything else, and they were trying to find a way of planning for this as well. So, in those circumstances, you know, finding someone to be your healthcare power of attorney, which we've talked about on another podcast, is is essential and ideal. But knowing that you've got a plan in place, and so I have elder orphans who are fitfully they're healthier than i am and they're going strong and that is exactly how they would like to continue and so in them seeking me out it is not because they are necessarily in need of someone right now or in crisis right now they want to have a plan in place should they ever be in crisis that they will not be alone Mm -hmm. and i think that's very wise and very smart and very savvy i have some that are in their 60s i have some that are in their 80s and they just know that i want someone who knows me to show up at the ER. Mm -hmm. I want the rescue to use the number on my refrigerator so that maybe you'll even beat the ambulance there if possible. And that if there are decisions that need to be made about surgery or further diagnosis, that somebody who knows what I'm all about and um, can bring my health history with them just in case they can't find it in the um, medical record that I know that I'm having the best care uh, because it's the most informed care. And so these people so are the, doing that. The advice here is really how to figure out how not to be an orphan. Exactly. Right? <laughs> We're trying to unorphan you, if that's a word. I don't know. We'll I, I think it ought to be. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Anything else? Well, mm-hmm. I'll say this. While you're, you're taking a look at your notes, one of the things that really, I guess, propelled me to think about seniors in a different way, all of my life I have advocated for people who I consider disadvantaged or 
um, underprivileged or people who I don't think are getting a fair shake, never thought about seniors um, until I sort of fell into health care in 09. And I remember meeting a lady who had outlived everyone that ever loved her, everyone that she ever loved. She was close to outliving her money. Um, and I, my heart was just bleeding on the floor. And I was like, man, how could I have been so insensitive or, you know, just not thought um, that, I mean, I just didn't know this was a reality in our country, um, but it is. And, and I think that we all have a responsibility, a moral obligation to be willing to, you know, just offer a kind word or visit a neighbor who you see doesn't have visitors. Um, you know, go ahead and roll your sleeves up and get involved. It is only, you're only going to find that it's a rewarding situation. And of course, some need more help than others. Um, and if you do find yourself in a situation where you're alone, I think maybe the hardest part's admitting that. Um, and then you have to own it. And then you have to do something about it. And that's really what you're offering is that action plan. All right. Well, as always, thank you for listening. Till next time, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be forever at your back.